Welcome to the Heartstream Musings podcast, a podcast to help you on your journey of self-love. I'm your host, Lisa Mae Francisco, a self-love coach and inner child guide. In the podcast, we'll dive deep on how to heal your inner child wounds, break your relationship patterns, and liberate your truth so you can claim the relationships in life that you deserve. Thanks so much for listening. I'm super excited that you're here. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Heart True Musings podcast. So stoked that you're here, that you're listening. Um, it's my first episode, so I thought that I would introduce myself, just who, who I am, what this podcast is all about, and share my why and how I even got into being a self-love coach and why do I do what I do? Why am I a self-love coach? And what led me to this path and calling of helping others to heal their inner child wounds and break their generational relationship patterns. And I'm also going to share how our darkest moments can lead us to the right path, even though it may not seem like it at that moment. And it always just makes sense in retrospect, right? And that's probably the only benefit of why you should look at your past just understand how it's all interconnected, but not get stuck there. Um, But my journey began in 2010, you know, my spiritual journey, it all started there. I was in my twenties. I was living in New York and I had just left an abusive relationship and thankfully it was short term, you know, it was only a couple months, but the effects were so damaging and When it ended, I didn't want to have to sit with the feelings of one, the breakup, right? Breakups, they're tough. They suck. Um, Two, and just the shame of being in an abusive relationship. Like, I just believe that it was my fault because, you know, like, how did I, how did I end up there? You know, in reality, it was a self-worth issue. I didn't think I deserved better, but this question kept coming up of, how the fuck did I get here? Why did I end up in this relationship? Why did I think that this behavior was okay? And you know, like, why did I even tolerate it? Um, and I was drinking a lot to not feel all of the shame and embarrassment. And then the drinking just stopped working. And I ended up working with a therapist to work on the healing of being in that abusive relationship and, you know, the whys of it all. And I ended up getting sober in 2011. And I would say that's when the real work of getting in there (laughs) actually began because I was completely raw and I could, you know, feel everything. There wasn't anything to anesthetize me. There wasn't anything that could keep me disassociated from the present moment and not in my body. I was feeling everything. And I just felt completely untethered and this feeling of, I don't want to look at this because it's too painful to see the parts of me that I'm ashamed of. And so I started to realize that I didn't love myself enough. And I thought that, you know, if another person loved you, then by default, you were lovable. So there was that external component of, if you love me, then I'm okay. You know, what do you think about me? Not what do I think about me? And that's something that we take on as children. 
you know, our self-worth is so heavily influenced by the relationships and dynamics that we have with our caretakers. And it just colors every single relationship you have thereafter because it's the model for how you receive love, for how you give love, for how you communicate in love and how you prepare in love. And it sets the foundation for your self-esteem and your worth, your confidence and efficacy. Um, I mean, it even creates the set point for what types of relationships you call in at a, you know, hormonal, neurological level, um, because it's our relational dynamics that mirror the ones that we have with our caretakers. And it's our subconscious slash inner child that does the choosing. And so throughout the years, I worked with different Many different therapists, many spiritual teachers, mentors, 12-step sponsors, life coaches, meditation guru, like you name it. (laughs) That helped me. I was like, I just don't want to feel the way I'm feeling and I'm committed to whatever change um, to help me understand what my core wounds were. And, you know, that's when the, the like heavy stuff started to come to head and I had never heard of spiritual terms, like, well, no, this is like, don't make fun of me. Um, I just started to understand what feelings were naming them. You know, my family, we just don't really talk about feelings. It's not like full house where, you know, Danny Tanner's talking to his daughters about how they feel. It was never like that. Um, you just didn't have any feelings. The only feeling or emotion that was accepted was anger. And so to, somatically feel in my body where in my body I'm feeling an emotion and naming it that was something that was completely foreign and new that was like learning a different language learning that my body was was somatically connected to these emotions and where is it like is my heart constricted does my belly tighten up in certain situations is my heart rate you know fast um are my palms sweaty all of this stuff um and then I started working with a meditation teacher who really taught me about attachment theory, even before it was like, you know, right now it's like so mainstream, but I just remember being completely floored at this new, new, I mean, new wish concept to me. And he just opened my eyes to, you know, what kind of attachment style I have, you know, and through taking the quiz, I found out at that time I had, um, like anxious avoidant attachment and why I called in it, you know, avoidant people and all of that stuff and, and learning about the different roles you have in a family, how you have the scapegoat, the lost child, the class clown, the golden child, like all of that and what my role was and, you know, what, what is codependency? I often heard that a lot too. And I never heard about interdependence was all about codependence. Um, but you know, anyways, being, being on the spiritual journey of just doing the deep inner work and looking inwards, people just naturally started to gravitate towards me because I listened, I became their safe space. And, you know, the more that I was doing the work on myself, the more I started to cultivate empathy for the experiences that I had and, and who I was. And, you know, because I was empathetic for myself, I became empathetic towards other people. 
and I just provided counsel. I shared with them different resources, tools, exercises that I was getting from all my teachers. And it was never in a formal coaching container, but I was, you know, I was holding space. I was their safe space. I was leaning into my curiosity and just asking them different questions. And, you know, I, I'm very, very passionate about understanding my why, right? That was the catalyst for doing all this deep spiritual inner work. And I'm equally passionate and curious about learning about other people, you know, what past experiences informed your conditioning, your personal narratives, your beliefs, your dreams, your mindset, and just your patterns. And what is your why? And, you know, it just, it mirrored the journey that I was on because I was trying to understand my purpose and how I got to the place I got to as if it was a Rubik's cube, you know, just trying to put all the puzzle pieces together to pinpoint my lack of self-love and worth. And, you know, that was a very, very long, I feel like most of my time in New York, it was like all about, it was like my own, you know, spiritual time of going inwards. I was a hermit, you know, my life was just all about spirituality and knowing, wanting to understand who I was. And so, you know, in 2017, I ended up moving back to the Bay area in California where I'm from. And so I was moving here for an MBA program and I didn't want to take out any student loans and be in debt. So I asked my parents if I could live with them. I I mean, for me, I just, I did not want to have the stress of debt after I graduated and paid off until I was dead. And so naturally my immigrant Filipino parents, they said, yes, they would not throw me out on the street. And by the way, I am Filipino, first generation living in the U.S. And you know, that is a part of my identity that I'm still trying to figure out. And I'd love to share more in a future episode of my process with uncovering that suppressed part of me. Um, anyways, so I, you know, in moving here and transitioning, I reached another spiritual assignment from the universe. And so, you know, I was going back to my button factory, the place where my buttons were created. And I lived home with my mom and dad. I was definitely triggered a lot. You know, I was living with my parents as an adult and it was so funny because I just remember feel, I mean, doing all that spiritual work from like 2011 to 2017 and just feeling like I was woke as fuck and just, I don't know. I was like, I just had this assumption that the work I was doing was parallel to what inner work my parents were doing. (laughs) Child brain, right? Child brain. Um, And, uh, um, but those three years taught me so much. And, you know, I was getting re-traumatized living with them. Definitely got some puzzle pieces to understand why it was the way it was, you know, in my interactions, I understood, oh, this is, this is where my people pleasing comes from. Oh, this is where my codependency comes from. Oh, this is why I have a fear of pushing back at work, you know? Um, 
oh, this is why I can't state my needs. Um, a lot of it just started to really make sense. And I was like, well, now that I know this about myself, now that I have all this awareness, what the fuck do I do with it? Right. There's only so much you can do with awareness, but how do you process it and somatically move it through your body? Like, what do you do after the awareness part? Um, and you know, a lot of people at that point, I was just like, I, I don't know what to do. And, you know, someone mentioned to me about connecting with my inner child. And I just, I thought that was so stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'd heard about it before, but I just thought that it was so out there and woo woo. And I just did not understand. I was like, how the fuck is that supposed to help me <laughs> in my day to day? I do not get it. And, you know, I, I ended up getting connected to someone who became my mentor, my teacher, my guide, my, you know, my spiritual sister. And she took me through, you know, this, like, what was it like to connect with my inner child, um, to do that inner, inner work. And it was the first time that I tapped into this type of work and it was fucking life-changing. So transformative. And I'll share more in a future episode about what that experience was like and more about, you know, why working with your inner child is so important. And, you know, it was so powerful that really became the the teaching that cemented my date my foundation for the coaching work that I do today, which is all about breaking your generational relationship patterns through self-love and healing your inner child. And, you know, as I was continuing to do that work on my spiritual development, one of my colleagues at work, she told me that she was getting her certification in life coaching. And I was very curious, you know, I had, you know, worked with a coach and I just never heard of to me to do that because I was just very on the one track mind of like, get a corporate job, get a corporate job. I mean, I had my fucking MBA, right? Like the track was consulting or working at a consumer packaged goods company. Like, you know, it was just very traditional. Um, wasn't really interested in entrepreneurship, but you know, anyways, I spoke to her and, you know, I spoke to my colleague about her certification and she shared her experience with me. And I was very intrigued. I was like, you know, what have I got to lose? Let me, let me try this. And it was during COVID. It was, it was 20. Yeah, it was 2021. And I was like, all right, let me, let me just try this. And I realized that I was in class, all of the frameworks that I was being taught was just something that I innately did in conversations with people. I didn't think that, or I didn't know that there was a specific term for it. And so it felt pretty amazing to know that I had this natural gift and passion to coach. And so that's how the formalization of my coaching began, even though I was doing it informally, but it really started to take shape when I got certified. And then, um, you know, in, in June, this past June, June, 2022, I decided to make it official. I decided to be serious about coaching and I feel like there's so many future episodes I'm going to do, but I was going to say, like, I'm going to share that in a future episode of like what really pushed me and propelled me 
to make it formal, go after it, want to pursue it, all of that good stuff. Um, but you know, it's definitely been a roller coaster, definitely more ups and downs, but I'm just super excited for what's to come. Um, but that, you know, that's just an inside peek into my why about why I'm so passionate about help about helping others to self-love and liberation. It's because I didn't have it. Um, and if I can somehow help you on your journey, that is just what matters to me. Cause I understand I've been there and it sucks and it's hard and you're not alone. And so, you know, I talked about in the beginning about how our spiritual bottoms can just lead us to the right path, even though in that moment it may seem dark and scary and we're in that liminal state. We're in that like corridor of not knowing where the next door is going to open. Maybe we don't have a candle. Maybe there are no lights on, but we just have to have faith and trust that there is purpose to your suffering, right? Purpose to help you alchemize whatever it is that you need to, to reach your higher self, to be your higher self in order to be of service to others. And so, you know, my spiritual bottom was that abusive relationship and it just completely changed the trajectory of my path to be a spiritual teacher, to be a coach, a mentor, a guide, and share my experience and perspective with others, you know, to guide people like you on your own quest to self-love, to understand your why, to, to pave a new path even if people think you're fucking crazy, right? Because let's be real, when you go on this spiritual path, you're going to realize that a lot of the current relationships you have just naturally don't fit into your life anymore. And people are going to be like, who do you think you are? I remember when I first got sober, I was talking to my parents about my own conception of God and they totally thought I was on my, my spiritual high horse. And then I realized the understanding of what it means to be humble, right? Humility. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're going to, when you're on that path, you're just going to meet people that are going to question the new you, your new identity. And, you know, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. I'm here to help you understand your conditioning, your patterns, what's holding you back from feeling your worthiness and just claiming the relationships that you truly want, not just in a romantic sense. You know, we all want love, but in work, right? What, what does it feel like to be truly passionate about something that you do every day with your boss, with your colleagues, your team? You know, what does it look like in your family to set boundaries, to own your voice, to be who you are, despite what they say, even though you want their acceptance so bad, you know, that part of you is still there, still a child in you. And, you know, looking at your relationship with friends, having healthy reciprocal relationships who, where people just show up for you. And where you equally show up for each other's growth, right? Like how do you move past relationships that are about jealousy, where people are, where it's just one-sided dynamic and people aren't able to show up for who you are, you know, for your experiences. And so just it's a reminder, right? That that is your birthright to claim your heart's deepest desires just by knowing and unlearning your conditioning, your narratives, your limiting beliefs, and, and having the courage to change and choose differently so you can magnetize what you truly deserve. And so I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope that 
this conversation. So I mean, what, it's like, I feel like this is, um, it's like phone booth confessionals. <laughs> Cause it's like more cathartic for me. It's more like, um, it's a video diary, not video diary, audio diary. Um, but that is how I got into my line of work of being a coach, the type of coach I am, um, you know, what I truly am passionate about of, you know, the answer to self-love and liberation of just who truly healing your inner child wounds and connecting to that part of you. And, you know, that's what I'm going to talk about on this podcast is sharing different tools and experiences and lessons. And ultimately it's, you know, my point of view and you can take it or leave it. But, um, you know, I hope that it helps you and I'll be bringing on different guests to share their own perspectives and their own teachings and healings. It'll be a lot of fun, but I just want to thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my story, especially if I don't know you. Um, I hope this serves you and I get to work with you in some capacity. Um, and if not, I hope it in- inspires you to really look at what generational relationship patterns are you playing out and that there is a solution, right? There is a way to break those patterns by cultivating more self-love and connecting to your inner child. And so thank you so much. Um, if you want more information, you can check out my website, lisamaycoaching.com to dive deeper on my coaching. And you can follow me on Instagram and subscribe to my lose letter. I will share all of that in the show notes. But before I sign off, I have a question for you today. And so I'm going to end every episode because it's, it's really important to, to put the focus on you. So what are you doing to fill your own self-love cup and connect to the little you? All right. Bye, everyone. And I will catch you later.